Does your narcissist love bomb you to get you back? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, and your guide in the 45-day clarity challenge to take back your power, purpose, and production in all aspects of life. If you guys are new here, would love to have you subscribe and be a part of the community here. Like, rate, review, or share any of the content to help educate other people and let them know what's going on. Hit that notification so you can get notified when we drop new video, new content, and also when we go live and have different live events to help answer questions and help guide people along that process. Well, when we talk about the aspect of love bombing, it can be really, really confusing. Love bombing is highly manipulative, and a lot of times it's used early on to lure you into the relationship, to get you stuck, to make you feel like this is the best thing ever, and as a result, you're never going to leave. Sometimes it's also used to pull you and suck you back into relationship as well. Today we're going to define love bombing and compare it a little bit to the aspect of love and also give you four tips on how to deal with it. Okay, so diving in love bombing. Definition piece, it's the idea of manipulation to control. Okay, love bombing, it's intense. Oftentimes it's overwhelming. Like there is a lot of focus put on you in a high level. You're just like, whoa, this is amazing is what it feels like at first and then it'll change. But it feels like intense. It feels like you, know, like you have friends and family are like, that seemed like a little over the top. It's all about getting that attention and that affection oftentimes at the beginning of the relationship. This could look like constant calling, constant texting, like seeing each other, visiting each other, being with each other every single waking moment, which at the beginning of the relationship, oftentimes people interpret as infatuation, as love, as this, oh my gosh, we're so connected and all this kind of things. Oftentimes you'll see these giant gestures and, and declarations of love. And the whole goal with this is getting you to a place to manipulate you really quick to a place where they control you. Oftentimes, this is where you'll see the relationship go really fast. And you see them, you know, say they love you within the first date or they want to get married within the second date. Like we're talking like really fast sometimes. Now, it's not always just the first or second date. It might be a week, might be a month. Like it's very quick and the relationship progresses really fast. A lot of times you'll see that progression happen more and more to a place where the whole goal is to get a bond with you. The whole goal is to connect with you on a level that you're not going to leave that they're going to feel better about themselves, that the supply is constant, that they're able to have someone in their life that they can continue to see, use, whatever it might be to feel better about themselves. It's the goal to build an intense emotional bond to keep you hooked and trapped in that relationship compared to love. Love oftentimes is an emotion characterized by strong feelings of affection and attachment. But the difference is it's positive. It's healthy. There's healthy balances of not spending 24-7 together, but being like, hey, spend time with your friends. Connect with your family. Like there's interaction. There's differences to it. It's healthy based on mutual respect of actually loving and caring for another person is actually being respectful of their wishes, of their desires, of their boundaries. There's aspects of there being trust there. 
and trust developing early on in the relationship and then trust happening in the relationship where you know I can trust this person. This person cares for me and I care for them. The underlying aspect of it is it's not manipulative. It's not controlling, but instead the desire is to support and to care for another person. Well, first off, it's important to see the difference between the two. It's difference to be able to see like the love bombing aspect of like, hey, we're in constant communication, like there's no time for you, it feels great, versus like love of like, hey, take time for yourself, like take this day, like spend this time, go be with friends, like there's a difference between them. A love bombing, like love is said really quick, it's rushed, it's really fast, like people jump into it and they're pushing you towards a certain goal or a certain idea, versus love, like take the time that's comfortable to you, like work through it have healthy boundaries, and you start to realize someone's pushing on those, you're like, wait a second, what's going on? Because love bombing pushes on your boundaries. It pushes on that either affection-wise, it pushes that on you know, talking about marriage or love or moving in together, whatever it might be, whatever boundaries you're set up with, which you need boundaries. If you don't, watch some other videos about boundaries here. But like, they're going to push on your boundaries. Instead, love is going to say, like, hey, I respect your wishes. I respect what's actually going on. And it's okay. Like, you're allowed to do this. Like, this is something that you have you, I have me. Like, we're two separate people. Love bombing a lot of times is taking all of their wishes and desires or their lack of and changing them to be around you. So it's focused on pushing you up. And then you're like, well, what about you? Like, what desires do you want to have? Like, there's a difference that a lot of times people need to understand, like, different nuances of it and, like, starting to identify, like, wait a second, this doesn't seem to be comfortable. This doesn't seem to be actually care, actual love, actual respect. Something's different. Because, you see, narcissists will use love bombing to lure you into the relationship and to lure you back into the relationship. It's not just something that's always at the beginning. A lot of times we talk about it being always at the beginning, and it is a lot of the time. But sometimes it's used to keep you. Sometimes it's used to keep you where you're getting ready to leave, and they start love bombing you even more. And sometimes you're getting ready to file for divorce, and all of a sudden they're the nicest person you have ever seen in your life. Sometimes it's they've already left or you've already left and they start coming back in your life, love bombing you, trying to get with you and trying to keep with you. It's all about manipulation. It's all about control. And the part that kind of circles back to the narcissist, again, it's all about the narcissist, but the part that circles back is a lot of times it has to do with manipulation and control of the mask. Like they want to love bomb you back into their life so that they can be with you, so they can look better maybe to their friends and family that they haven't said that they've broken up with or that they've been abusive or anything like that. A lot of times the love bombing piece is just about that control. Well, they use love bombing to lure you back and to keep you. The whole goal is let's ignore the past, let's ignore the problems, and let's just focus on what's going on right now. Not even the aspect of like future faking, but like, no, like, let me just get you love right now. Let me just get you this. Let me just buy you this. Let me just plan this. Let me just do this for you. Like all, there's all this type of things that go into it. And you're like, wait a second, what about this? And when you start to bring up past problems or past issues, that's where it gets dicey because you're not supposed to bring those up. The whole goal with this is to discount the past problems, to discount what just happened, to minimize the past and not have any real change, but a flash in the pan behavioral modification to make themselves feel better and to keep you hooked. All right, well, I mentioned I was going to have tips in dealing with love bombing. Okay, so four tips in dealing with love bombing. Stick around so we can talk through these real quick. Number one, don't minimize 
the previous abuse. That a lot of times is the narcissist perspective of let me do this so you ignore this. Let me focus here so you ignore what's actually going on or what I've actually been doing. So don't minimize that because a lot of times you will get to the place where you will discount what's actually happened. You'll put it out of sight, out of mind. You'll be like, it's fine. Like, I don't have to worry about it. They're actually changing. They seem really loving and caring right now. Don't minimize that because so many times people minimize the patterns that are actually happening and they don't engage with the truth. They don't engage with the, the light of the situation of like, wait a second, this person has done this every single month for 20 years. It's not changing. And if you don't see that change, it's not changing. Like people need to understand that. Don't minimize the previous abuse. So many people discount that. Number two, don't accept love bombing without change. So many times people are like, but they love me and they take care of me and like this is all they're doing for me. But I'm like, how have they actually changed? Well, they don't really have a plan. They just keep saying that they're going to do better. It feels better. Like they're giving me gifts. They're spending more time with me, like all these different stuff. And they're like, wait a second, but there's not actually change there. You can't track it. It's not like actually able to see this is something that is different. It just feels better. So many times narcissists say they're going to change with no plan. And I don't mean no plan, like I'm going to change and then they go out and make a plan. I'm saying like, I'm going to change and then three months down the road, still no change and still no plan. But why don't you trust me? I'm changing. A lot of times you can mess up a narcissist by just asking them, okay, if you want to change, what's your plan? Well, like, uh, I just want to, I'm, I'm going to talk to you nicer. Okay, that's a bunch of BS. What is your actual plan? If you can't track the change, there's no change. If you can't track it, doesn't count. Doesn't happen at all. Number three, identify boundaries and how they've been pushed. A lot of times people want to discount and minimize the stuff that's happened in the past, but they also want to ignore their own boundaries of what has happened in the past as well. When it comes down to it, those boundaries that are happening in the past that have been pushed on, that have been like pushed back of like, let me get past this. Let me get to this place. Like, let me love bomb in order to get this. Like you need to understand and, and identify those boundaries and how they've been pushed in the past and keep a high alert out for them again. Because a lot of times you'll have a narcissist that will continue to push boundaries. Sometimes it might be different boundaries. So you have to make sure you're continually growing, developing yourself so that you're moving in the right direction and you're developing healthy boundaries for you as you move forward. Okay. Number four, if they're trying to come back in your life, however it might be, go or maintain no contact from that toxicity. It's really important to get no contact or maintain no contact from a toxic person when they come back into your life trying to love bomb you or they're they're in your life and you're trying to leave and they're love bombing you, like go no contact. If you don't see honesty, vulnerability and consistent change, honesty about everything, vulnerability in the moment, in the present and consistent change, then you need to leave. If you're worried about some of these things that I'm saying and you're confused or you're trying to figure out how does this make sense, how do I actually work through this, I want to talk to you really quick about going to the next level of your healing. Then right now, that would probably be joining the NARC app, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, NARCAPP.com, NARCAPP.com. It is a community of people to help you heal, grow, and change and start to clarify, wait, is this what I'm actually struggling with? And you put that in one of the chats, maybe the advice chat or maybe the no contact or like something that you're struggling with. And people are like, yeah, like this is exactly what's going on. Or here's a different perspective or think about this, or this is tips that help me in my healing. 
All those things are built in there. We also have courses. We also have monthly coaching. We also have different live events, different things in there that are more geared to people that are really engaged with their growth, with their healing, and wanting that. So check that out. Go to nardgap.com to be able to change and take your healing to the next level.